Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my guest, Jackie Jones. We're going to be talking about her weight loss journey. And my producer, Lindsay, is here with me also. And we're going to be showing some cool stuff on screen. So we need Lindsay a lot today. So uh, we are streaming from Portland, Oregon. And it is a beautiful weather out today. And it's going to be 108 degrees in Portland this weekend. Wow. So I think that's kind of like a record or something. So um, you want to watch, you do not want to miss this episode because Jackie has an amazing weight loss story. I think if I remember right, she started out at 190 pounds and is down to 135. So you were going to learn how she did it. Um, you know, as we talk about on the show quite often is that everybody's weight loss journey is different. Everybody's diet is different. And there's many different ways to lose weight. And the most dangerous thing we can do as an American is to be overweight. And Jackie definitely changed her life and she's going to tell us her story. So Jackie, without further ado, um, welcome to our show. Thanks, Sean. I'm so happy to be here. And yeah, we have the hot temps too. And I have no air conditioning. So Monday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've been on the list <laughs> since early May but to get what? our air conditioning replaced. So, but it's nice wow. in the morning. Morning's nice. It's evening that it starts to heat up in, in our house. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so Jackie, tell us a little bit about your story of weight loss and um, what you're successful on. I would be happy to. And like you said, there's many ways to w lose weight and to, to do things. And I've probably done all of them on like literally every single kind of weight loss attempt. Um, but all my life I've been average size, not skinny, not fat, not anything, just average until I got to perimenopause in my mid forties. And then nothing worked, nothing. And I'm like, what is going on? I had no idea really why I was getting heavy and I was eating the same as I always ate, you know. My body could handle all the the processed foods that I was eating and everything. So I tried literally everything. I probably 10 years of all that, you know, weight watchers and Nutrisystem and the HCG diet. I mean, everything, even Atkins, I tried that for a little while and thought that was crazy and <laughs> did not go back to that and mm -hmm. nothing worked or stuck so I'm like I need to exercise more I'm gonna exercise like a fiend and I have you know um, I used to be into long distance running I'm, I'm really slow I always say I have the turtle because I don't go fast I go slow but I can go forever and used to do that and I you know tried training for marathons and things nothing really changed my physical appearance. I was always still very overweight all the time and I couldn't figure it out. Plus, you know, just, just stress of life added into that. So I, you know, for 25 years, I was a 911 professional and I worked in that. Um, I love that job, but yeah, it can be stressful. And um, so that adds on to some of the problems that I had. So anyway, I eventually, um, found out about a guy named Vinny Tortorich. Have you ever heard of him, Sean? I have not. I know in our pre-conference call, we were, you know, you were he telling me about guy. him. He has a book called um, Fitness Confidential. I have it here. And I heard about him and see if I can show his book. 
Vinnie Tortorich is a celebrity fitness trainer, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Here's another one. But the thing that I liked about his plan, which is called NSNG, no sugar, no grain, is there's no measuring of anything. You just eat no sugar, no grain. It's probably the simplest plan of all. And you can have distilled spirits. So I was very interested. <laughs> still have a drink once in a while or whatever. And that's really what made me try that. And um, I know that Lindsay's going to show a graphic I sent in. Um, this graphic, Lindsay, of, of my weight loss journey. So the top three pictures were my NSNG um, journey. So that those top three um, of that. Graphic. And what was the timeline of that? When was that? that so that I began in 2016 when I finally got serious and could do it was in the middle of 2017. So from 2017 to 2019, I was in my, I got from the, I, back then I was 175. That was my highest back then. Then when I started, I, I kept starting and stopping and starting and stopping. Weekends were hard. I wanted to have my pizza, my whatever. I go, oh, I'm just gonna have one little, you know, and go. And um, I actually gained weight at first and got up to 186 in that middle picture on the top. And then by mid um, 2017, I finally, I mean, I always say never stop trying, just keep going, keep trying. You, you will find what works for you and, and how to do it. And by then I mentally was ready to do NSNG for real. So then I absolutely didn't have one slip up for, you know, that, that time period. And I got down to the lowest I got down to was 149. But I still had a serious sugar and grain addiction. And so, you know, every once in a while, I wanted to have, like, one of the things you can eat with NSNG is nuts. Well, I would eat way too many nuts. Just because it's on plan doesn't mean you can have as much as you want. And so those were my problems, the things that I had too much of. Um, cheese, things like that. Those are all no sugar, no grain, but I still would overeat them. And, you know, that, so for a year and a half, I was wonderful with NSNG, but I just, you know, there's people out there that can do that. Um, they call them uh, moderators. You can have a little bit and go back to plan, no problem. And then there's me. I have to be an abstainer. I just have to abstain from those foods because I can't control myself for some reason, you know, whatever reason that is. Now the next picture, the middle row, the middle row and the bottom row, that's my whole carnivore journey. So after um, NSNG successfully, I love that. My husband does NSNG, I do carnivore now. But, you know, we're a mixed household and I still provide him vegetable dishes and things like that. And he can moderate them, I just can't. So, um, by the end of 2019, I had injured my foot trying to exercise and had to have surgery. And so in October of 2019, I had surgery and seriously sitting in a chair with my foot elevated in a cast and all this stuff, I couldn't make meals. I couldn't do anything. So I just said, I'm just going to eat the convenient foods and just I'll, I'll get back on plan after I'm done rehabbing. 
So by Christmas time, I had gotten all the weight back, 190, wow. I actually higher, 190 pounds. And in that time of rehab, well, it was a terrible, but also a blessing because it gave me time to sit around and look at YouTube videos and, and check the internet to try and understand a better way to eat that I could do that wouldn't be so hard for me. And that happens to be carnivore. And the person that I saw is Kelly Hogan. She has a, a YouTube channel called My Zero Carb Life. And first of all, from the minute I saw her, I liked her personality and the way she was just a real person, just telling how she did what she did. And she has an amazing story herself. I highly recommend everybody go to her YouTube channel. But for, for anyone out there that's watching this, find somebody that speaks to you. I always tell people that, you know, maybe it's not Kelly. Maybe it's another, you know, like Sean Baker. I, I'm mm -hmm. sure you've heard of Sean Baker. He's We've like, had him on our show, actually. He's like the man's carnivore. And he's just, he's all about weightlifting and, and all this stuff. And, you know, he's intense. And I like, I watch some of his things, but not all of them. You, you only have so much time in the day and you have to be very, you know, selective with what you spend your time on spend it on things that are going to help you well kelly was the one for me i i have kelly on my board here because she's i love her she's so amazing i can't say enough things and she's funny too which i love i love funny people you know laughter is the best medicine right sean so, baker is funny in his own way too by the way sean is too. sean's <laughs> yeah. amazing and i i have just, there's amazing list of carnivores out there but there's just a few that i absolutely watch every day if i can and i'll go over those in a minute but uh, you know they're the ones that speak to me maybe they don't speak to you so i i say find one but in that time of rehab which was from october through december i watched every one of her videos and it brought me to other pages and stuff to watch too but i finally thought i get it i get how she does it and i did it her way and on december 26th the day after christmas i didn't want to wait till new year's because you know how that has a negative feel to it like everyone makes a resolution and then they don't keep it so i'm like i'm yep. not going to do it on new year's day i went december 26th and i've been carnivore ever since that day so on June 26, I guess it'll be t technically a year and a half, but it's been a year and a half of this. And I seriously, it's been the easiest plan for me and I can stick to it because first of all, the variety of what I eat, which I will talk about, and I don't measure anything. I don't, oh, I got to have this many carbs and that many proteins and that many fat. I don't care about any of that. I. I am totally trying to just listen to my body and do what my body wants me to do. Which, by the way, before we had all this technology, cell phones, internet, all this stuff, that's what we did. We listened to our bodies and did what our bodies wanted. Oh, it's telling me I'm hungry now. Okay, eat. So that's what I do. And I love that I don't have to, you know, follow some exact plan. I just have to eat these foods only. And I, I have my own, I made my own pyramid um, for carnivore that I eat in the very top. It's got two spaces, not, you know, all these spaces that the 
you know the the food industry has out for us to eat which by the way it's it's gotta go gotta go um nina teichels and her name spelling is really hard and i don't have that in front of me but she's working on changing food pyramid which i'm all for that so i support her and her effort but my pyramid the very top has the things that i should eat sparingly which is now i mean in the beginning i just ate all of it to as much as I ever wanted of any of these things. But right now, because I do want to continue losing weight and getting healthier, um, the top is bacon, which I love, and sometimes carry purse bacon, you know, in my purse for emergency. Uh, <laughs> dairy, dairy products are easy to overdo. So those are my sparing amounts. And dairy, by that I mean butter, Heavy whipping cream. I wrote it on a board behind so I can um, remember everything. Sour cream, cream cheese. And yes, sometimes I get lattes um, extra foamy. And those are made with whole milk. And they're so good. But you can overdo. So I don't, that's the sparing top of the triangle. The rest is all animal products. Beef. Beef is the biggest because my favorite. Poultry, any poultry, eggs, pork, fish, shellfish. I eat all those, and I'm a carnivore that uses seasonings as long as they're natural, not um, full of any chemicals or anything like that. And I like to grow my own herbs, and I use those in my cooking. Um, that's, uh, you know, I, there's a seasoning called Jack Daniels Steak Seasoning. It's my favorite. I put that on everything, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's so fun. And there's a gazillion recipes out there now because this you know, style of living and eating is so easy. There's more and more people doing it all the time. So um, that's kind of my story. And um, I wanted to talk about the things I recommend um, with regard to living. Oh, I forgot in, you know, in 2020, we went through this pandemic. So yet again, a lot of time at home to, to just chill. And so I listen to a lot of different carnivore um, related podcasts. And one of them is the carnivore cast. And on May 22nd of 2020, I listened to a podcast that had this group on it called the human unleashed. And it's four guys. They're all in England, in, in the UK or whatever they call it. Is it England? Is it Great Britain? I don't know. Anyway, over there where they talk kind of different. And that, talk kind also, of different. <laughs> yeah, that also just so spoke to me. What they were talking about is aligning your body with nature to get healthy. And it's simple things like the, the main principles of it are um, trying to do grounding, earthing. I do that. Um, so your body all day long now in our really major um, time that we live in is full of electromagnetic fields from Wi-Fi, cell phones that you put to your body, um, 5G, all these things that cause your body to build up positive electrons. And it, this sounds really complicated. I don't totally get it. I'm not a scientific person. But, you know, have you ever come home from work and felt just full up, you can't relax, you're stressed out, you're, you're just full. Um, 
one thing you can do is go outside and with bare feet, best thing to stand on is wet grass, but any earth, stand on the actual earth, which is full of these negative electrons and it will automatically balance you out. It's kind of a, a very subtle feeling, but it will reduce your stress. I do this all the time. All day, every day. If I have the hard day at work, you know, or something, I am retired, but I do have a part-time job, and it's it's been a rough day <laughs> for any reason. I'll go out and do earthing, but I try to do it at least three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. And the other thing is to fix my circadian rhythm, which has always been out of whack because I stay up too late. We have too much blue light from all this technology that we're watching the TV, your computer, your iPhone whatever so i got blue blocking glasses i have blue blocking lights that i only turn on when the sun is down and i try to never have blue light in my eyes because it'll disturb your sleep and the amount of sleep and the quality of sleep that i get now is amazing in fact i was talking to my doctor about it because i'm sleeping really long right now right now in this time of my life, like over eight hours a night consistently for the last few weeks, it seems like. Like, what is going on? Why? And he goes, trust your body. Your body's fixing stuff. And in that REM or whatever part of sleep, I haven't studied that very much, but I understand that's when your body fixes things. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. Fix stuff. I don't mind sleeping. I feel so good in the morning when I wake up that it's, it's the best feeling ever really so i i recommend that and there's there's books for that i try to bring out all these books um there's a book and a free movie can you see that it's called earthing with clinton ober and stephen sinatra md and martin zucker they made this book but there's also a movie i think you can watch it on amazon prime and it's called earthing or grounding the movie and uh, I don't have that link in my list of links, but highly recommend that for understanding how many people have healed different things by doing this simple thing. And it's free. Go outside. And if you don't have time to take off your shoes to stand on the ground on the earth, then if you have bare arms, hug a tree. You know those tree huggers? Uh. That's a real thing. <laughs> it really can help you because the tree is so grounded if you hug it for right. a few minutes. So a lot of people do meditation. I mean, they're really trying to fix their stress levels with these things, and that's one of the ways. And so I, I can't tell you. Since May, since I joined the Human Unleashed and learned all these different um, natural things to do, free things to do to fix my circadian rhythm, that I am healing. I'm just, I just feel like I'm just getting better and better all the time. And by that, I mean, like you walk outside and you just have this feeling of peace and calm and wonder. I'm outside as much as possible. Um, being inside is not natural. And we are, many of us can go through a whole day without seeing nature or feeling or hearing it. And so I highly recommend that, you know, that's, it's much more than carnivore, but that's carnivore or eating NSNG, no sugar, no grain is a pillar of health along with connecting with nature and blocking out the blue light 
the unnatural stuff in your life. Um, it sounds daunting. And at first I wasn't perfect at it. And I did stress. I'm like, oh, my God, the sun's down. And I, I, I'm still, you know, I need to do these things. So I got a thing called Iris, which is a filter you can put on your iPad, on your phone, and it blocks the blue light. There's, there's things you can do to help you with it. Well, and I appreciate you sharing that. And one thing we've talked about many times on this podcast is that, you know, sleep and rest is more important than diet. We will die without sleep before we'll die without food. So if we're not getting proper rest and our circadian rhythm is off, our bodies aren't going to repair and we're not going to get healthier. So I appreciate you sharing that that journey. Yes. Um, sleep is Sleep is so important. So let me just, a few comments about some of the stuff you've been discussing is, um, I appreciate you talking about like the nuts, for instance, how you can overeat the nuts on um, the no sugar, no grain diet, right? Right. And I think what people have to understand is it, it is, even on a carnivore diet, is it, it is about portion control. Um, one of the things about the carnivore diet is that it's hard to eat too much meat. It just, it just is. You just, most people can't. I can't. Um, whereas nuts are hard, are pretty easy to overeat. Now, I will say people that are on the keto diet. I mean, I see it all the time. They're like, "Oh, well, it's on the it's on the keto diet. I can just eat as much as I want." Well, not not really. Um, and I debate with people all the time where they say, "Oh, no, as long as it's keto friendly, you can eat as much as you want." Well, not really. That's just not that, that's not the way the body works. So, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And tell us on the, that bottom picture on the right hand side, where what was your weight at? Um bottom picture so this one that was just the other day uh yes by the pool okay. yeah that's 137 this morning that was actually taken the day before uh yesterday yesterday was my birthday i turned 59 happy today, birthday thank you today i weighed 136 so i'm just in that you know you fluctuate weight can yep. change five pounds either way but i'm in the basic 130s and Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I'm, um, in the beginning or, you know, especially when I'm heavy, I have a serious, serious problem with high blood pressure. And I've had that since my mid forties and over time, the doctors I've, I've had several different most, you know, most of them have prescribed all these different medications. Nothing really could control my blood pressure. It was always, one of those tests that I would stress out about, first of all, because I'm like, it's going to be high. It's going to be high. Right. Now, it's no problem. It is no problem. And I don't take any medication for that anymore. But there was a time when I had two medications and it still was not controlling it, con you know, consistently. So that was the scariest thing is blood pressure is, is nothing to mess with. So I'm so happy to say that I don't take any blood pressure medication. My family, you know, many in my family have diabetes type two, and I was heading for that. I, I wasn't diabetic or had um, high blood sugars, but I definitely was heading for that. And with my family history, I was sure I would get to that point. And that is absolutely no problem. Um, of course, I, I've experienced weight loss. Um, but I also had these other weird addictions, and I, it's embarrassing to admit, but, like, I had an addiction to chapstick. I don't have that anymore. I don't use that. If I need something, you know, I was, like, artificially 
adding something unnatural and because of the human unleashed i learned you know just stop you'll have chap lips for a while and then your body will start making its own moisture whatever absolutely yeah and that is absolutely true and if i use anything i actually use beef tallow mm -hmm. if i can't be outside to i can't it. imagine being addicted to chapstick <laughs> you can't Oh, no. <laughs> I, had a, I had a little chapstick in my purse, in my desk drawer, in my car, which, by the way, in the hot summer is not a good thing. Chapstick melts. Yeah. Um, I also, um, I had serious addictions and on carnivore. So the first three months were hard. There's no getting around that. I, but I was so committed. I got through that three months. Now I don't even blink an eye at anything that you know like candy or pizza or any of it i don't I, if i'm hungry i eat meat and that solves the problem of hungry and i seriously cannot eat anything when i'm full i'm just done eating whereas on the other thing i could be full but oh i could have a few more nuts or i could have you know something and not on the like you said, it's impossible to overeat on this um, when you're eating meat. And that's my primary food. And it's really fun in restaurants to order a steak with a side of a different steak. I order two cuts. I do that often. I go, don't put anything else on the plate, just the steaks. And watch the seasonings. And I don't, I, I don't do seed oils at all. Seed oils are the devil. <laughs> I don't know if- I, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, seed oils are, you know, um, corn oil, sunflower oil, soybean oil, vegetable oil, canola oil. Those are unstable in your body and really are part of the industrial revolution that they didn't, uh, before them, we had just the natural stuff like avocado oil, um, olive oil. Um, what's the other one that people do oh coconut oil those are natural sources of oils that we used to have but then the industrial revolution they started making all these other oils so that um they're cheap and they can mass produce them and make money off of them and they're unstable in the body and actually started causing people to get sunburned i mean we used to be able to be outside all day and not have a problem with sunburning and things like that it's the seed oils. So I, you know, if you, if you don't hear anything else, I say, get off seed oils. And I'm here to tell you, even dry roasted nuts with no seasonings or anything bad, look at what they're dry roasted in. What kind of oil did they use? Any right. oil that's superheated like that becomes unstable in the body and it's a problem. And they've found, I've been doing a lot of research about that, but they've found that it is a big contributor to people with autoimmune uh, disorders, diseases, that those autoimmunes are because your body can't handle, you're ingesting all this, it's, they're toxins. The seed oils turn into toxins um, in your body. They're just, they're just not good for you. If you're gonna get a good healthy diet, you're going to get your oils from natural sources. So those three plant-based ones, or beef, tallow, bacon fat, butter, those are natural things that you can use. So that I'm, if, if anybody doesn't hear anything else, just get off the seed oils. Uh, and you can, there's a guy named Tucker Goodrich who talks extensively about this. He's one I've 
listened to the most about how seed oils have wrecked people's bodies. So um, could, I, that's not on my links. I mean, I could put a thousand links of things. No, no, you, you've definitely done a good job of educating yourself, and that's yeah. what you're doing to us too, and I really well, appreciate it. That's why I wanted you on. So That's the key. Don't, don't believe me. Go educate yourself and learn about these things. And, well, how can I live without plants? Don't I need won't I get scurvy and, and all that? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I don't do organs, but a lot of carnivores, you know, swear by it. you got to have organ meat, like liver and heart. And I'm just a tongue. Ugh. I just can't do those. Um, if somebody prepares something and it looks delicious, I'll try it. And don't tell me what it is. I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going to solicit callers. Just I, I bet there's some people out there that might have questions. So if anybody has any questions and want to talk to ask Jackie some questions on our show, please um, give us a call 509-537-0411. Um, if not, you can also leave comments on Facebook and we'll um, ask. We can answer any questions that you have on, on Facebook. So please engage and ask her while she's very knowledgeable about about her journey and weight loss and she you know would love to answer some questions so please feel free to to do that so jackie what does a typical day of eating look like for you um typically i will eat two times i wouldn't say that they're both equally amount of food i i always just eat until i feel that signal like i'm full and i'm done and so um, if it's a day that I'm going to be working, I'll eat at, you know, 9 in the morning. I work at 10 in the morning. And um, that'll probably be a couple of burger patties or a steak. And I like to, I, I don't know, because you grow up having three things on your plate or two things on your plate. I like to have two things. So I'll have a side of some andouille sausage or something. You know, I like to have two things. I don't know. I'm weird. Um, and they're usually both meat things. Um, I don't, I, I typically stay away from the bacon and the dairy stuff unless it's a special occasion or cause I'm going out to eat. I'll do that. And that's just me. I, I gotta have something that I consider naughty and save for special occasions so that I don't have the cake or whatever. I mean, yesterday was my birthday. There was no cake in sight here. Um, but somebody could have brought bacon or whatever, and I would have had that, you know, for sure. <laughs> I had steak and lobster, so that's my favorite meal of all time is a tenderloin and a good lobster. Oh, nothing better. Yeah, so, that is. Steak and lobster yeah, is great. In the morning, I'm just interested in fueling so I can make it to dinner because dinner's usually when I eat my big meal, and that's around 4 p.m., and I'll have... I mean, literally try to eat until I cannot eat anymore and then eat just a little more. That's the way I do it. Um, but there's there's all sorts of ways. And like weekends are different because I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to um, not be around food because I don't eat when I'm at work usually. So on the weekend, I might have breakfast and lunch or breakfast and dinner. I, it just depends. If I eat a whole lot in the morning... I cannot eat until 4 p.m. Or, or past that. And I never, ever, ever eat unless the sun is up. That's just my rule for me. It keeps me good. And, you know, your body doesn't start um, doing 
the, the natural, I think it's called melatonin, until so many hours after you're done eating. So I think it's four or five hours. I don't know. My doctor would know. But several hours. So I try not to eat right before going to bed either. You right. know, Because sometimes, because it's summer, the sun is not going down right now until after 8.30 at night. Right. I usually go to bed, you know, around then. So I, there's no way I'm eating that soon. So I try to be done, you know, with eat, all eating by 6 at the latest. Because I know I'm going to have enough hours to where I get to that stage where my body's making that natural melatonin that is part of my healing process. Well, and so one of the things that I think probably some people are very surprised about is, you know, meat gets so vilified or it has been, you know, you talk about the food pyramid and, you know, when you and I grew up, Jackie, I mean, red meat especially was just vilified. It was causing heart attacks and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, of course, that's all been debunked. And so we are always talk, told to, you know, eat it in moderation. And, you know, now you're saying, and I've heard many other people say this, that, you know, eat as much as you want and even eat more than after you feel full. And I will tell you, um, there is probably, at least in my opinion, and for myself personally, there is nothing more satisfying that makes me feel more full than, you know, eating a good steak, a good, you know, ribeye or something like that. And I... I want to. I want you to share your personal um, story with it. But I personally, I usually can't eat much more than about twelve ounces of steak. Now there are there are exceptions to that, but I can't eat more than twelve ounces. So when you sit down at dinner and eat all you want, how much steak are you usually eating? So a really gigantic ribeye, I can't finish by myself usually, with my little side. So that's uh, what ten ounce, twelve ounce is yeah. huge that's huge i can't do it so for me uh, i don't measure them or weigh them at all i just look at how much and you know i got hubby who can finish up or i'll just cut up the remainder and put it in the fridge and i'll eat those cold later um but yeah i don't really know the ounces i'm sorry i should have measured no, that's all right. Yeah, that's the cool I, I thing about measure. carnivore. Yeah, you, I do you don't have to. Burger, burger patties, because I get five pounds from, so we um, buy half a cow. We just ordered a new one. They just butchered it this week. We're getting another half cow coming in. And we get five pound chubs of ground beef. And I make those into burger patties. Now, mm. when my husband makes burger patties, they're bigger than your hand. They're huge. Mine, I use a half a cup per patty. And I have a burger form that forms them. And mm -hmm. so they're exactly the same, every single patty, exactly. Because I use an air fryer to cook those when I'm in a hurry. And it's literally eight minutes, you know. And those are, so I'll eat three of those. That's one sitting for me. So that's a cup and a half worth of really packed ground beef in a cup and a half. Um, but I've never measured the weight of them. I guess I could do that and find out. But three burger patties is plenty for me and a side. I'll, you know, have a, a couple of slices of some other meat usually. I have meat with a side of meat. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Car carnivore, right? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk about the debunking and thing. But um, this is on my links. Can you see this? The, the two movies I highly recommend people watch if you want to educate yourself on how the food industry has evolved 
the movie called Fat, a documentary, is on Amazon Prime. Um, it's by Vinnie Tortorich. He's it's the best movie ever, and this is his new movie. And I believe he's coming out with a third movie. But this first one, Fat, a documentary. There is one part that's like, don't have your kids watching because they show what happens when you're diabetic in the end stage things that happen to you. And it's horrifying, horrifying. But if that doesn't uh, wake you up, nothing will. But, you know, they can't make money on real food as well as they can on processed food. So this movie is how we as a nation have evolved from eating steak and potatoes and real foods to all processed foods. And I'm here to tell you, processed foods contain bad things in them, bad for your body. And that if you were to look at the rise and epidemic of obesity in, in tandem with the, the food industry changing into all these where they can manufacture foods and have shelf-stable foods on the shelf that you can just pick up, heat up in your microwave and go. And that rise of obesity goes right along with it. And today, there's so much obesity and it's really what's killing our, our humans. It's not, Absolutely. I mean, that's why Kelly Hogan has a slogan and I just got my shirt that says it. It says, eat the meat, save the humans eat real foods even if you're not want to be carnivore and don't like meat okay eat real foods don't eat packaged foods avoid packaged foods as much as possible and anything you're going to eat look at those ingredients those things aren't good for you if it's a one ingredient food you're going to probably be okay even if you looked at back in you know when i was a kid in the 60s a, a bottle of Coca-Cola, Vinny talks about it. The bottle of Coca-Cola used to be, you know, only so many little ounces. Now it's, everything is gigantic and it's loaded with poisons. It's not, the body was never, the human body was never meant to consume these things. And it's trying to make sense of it. And this is ending up with people with all these autoimmune disorders and obesity and why, why don't I feel good? Why do I have migraines? Why do I have these skin issues? Um, it comes out in all sorts of ways because every single body out there is a different human makeup. And so, you know, your body can only do so much and then it just gives up. And then you, that, you know, that's when you have serious, you know, ulcers in your skin. People, some folks, I never, I, I apparently, my body can handle a lot of this stuff because I didn't have any of those things. I did, did have skin issues. I do have. Um, the other thing that has changed for me because I um, joined the Human Unleashed is I, my doctor, I, you know, I've had natural paths and, and everything. They've all said, all of them told me I'd have to stay on hormone replacement therapy for the rest of my life. Oh, you'll, you'll have to take that for the rest of your life to control hot flashes. And um, many women don't have a problem, but I'm one of those ones that does. And it's debilitating hot flashes that I can't function, I can't sleep, I have brain fog, I have all these problems because I'm going through menopause since my mid 40s. I'm now 59, still have hot flashes, but I met um, one of the doctors in the Human Unleashed and he's become my doctor. I've been 
going to him for a year now. I've been off all bioidentical hormones. That stuff is all not natural for my body. I wanted it out, and but I couldn't do it because of the hot flashing. So he's got me on a protocol. They are so reduced. And he says, it's going to take your body a couple of years to get through these changes. Um, nothing turns on a dime. But it's so improved. And understanding what my body's doing, why am I having these hot flashes, um, really helps mentally. I can handle it now. And they're not as nearly as bad as they were. And I'm happy to say it's been a year and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder how good I'm going to feel in another year <laughs> of this. So I'm just doing what he's telling me to do. But that's Dr. Jeremy Ayers. And I put him, his link on there. If you're having any kind of a problem, this guy, he's a healer. He actually listens and tries to help you change. And a lot of the things that he prescribed for me to do are free things. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> that will help. Right. Like, I don't think people... You know, one of the things I appreciate about your journey is that, you know, first of all, it's personal and everybody, you know, everybody goes through this differently. And that's kind of what we kind of preach on this podcast. And um, you, know, you got to find out what works for you. And um, how many things have you changed in your life because of your diet? And people don't realize how we talk about all the time about you know, the skin issues and high blood pressure and diabetes and, and how that can change your, your diet affects that. And some people, I think, I think they have a hard time believing it. So what they do is they go to a standard, you know, traditional doctor and they get something prescribed for their skin or for their, for their gastrointestinal tract or what have you. And when in reality, they just need to change their diet. Right. Right. And I thought of doing all those things, including some kind of gastric bypass I was desperate I'm like why am I so fat and then unhealthy and nothing's working nothing what's going on nobody could explain it nobody yeah so you sometimes have to take the matter in your hands and go out there and find you know what's gonna work and that's just what many of us have done by the way I wanted to say you know because I have a mixed household my husband eats no sugar, no grain. He eats vegetables, he eats nuts, he eats lots of different things that I don't eat. But um, I wanted to mention, because people ask me, well, where can I find recipes, what to cook for, for no sugar, no grain? Um, which is so easy, because remember, we don't measure anything on NSNG. But I wanted to just um, mention this cookbook. It's called Eat Happy. Oh, I can't show it. Eat Happy by Anna Vocino. And I put her website on my links page, annavacino.com. Many, many free recipes. And she has a second cookbook, of course. And she's done, she is gluten intolerant and can't handle dairy. She can't do dairy at all. Eat Happy Too is the second book, um, which, by the way, has a lot of great cocktails in it that are in this <laughs> For those who like to have a little drink once in a while. They're awesome. But Anna is, she also has a, um, what is that called? There's another um, method of social media that she has. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, um, and I talked on her, her show as well. But she is all about making recipes that are easy. I mean, sometimes these cooks out there, they're daunting. Like, I am no chef. Right. 
I am just right. a simpleton in the kitchen. I, I like to think I'm really good, but you know, and Anna's recipes are so easy and convertible. So I sometimes make things and don't add this part because I'm going to eat the carnivore part of it. And then I add, you know, the, the marinara or she has some great, um, eat happy kitchen sauces that, um, I just got my shipment yesterday on my birthday like <laughs> happy birthday yeah, like i'm gonna make uh so many things with them but um i just add that stuff that i don't eat afterwards and then so you know um my husband and i can both eat and i'm only cooking one time but she's also creating a, P a pdf i think for a carnivore reset because she values the carnivore way like a month-long carnivore reset for people and she's going to have it full of recipes that you can use that, that she's developed. But she has many free recipes on her website, too. So, I mean, these are people that speak to me. And that's why I follow them and, and go to them. And they're very responsive, too. You have a question and you, you know, talk to them on social media. They answer you back. It's amazing. That is amazing. It's, yeah. And we, we've become friends. And cool. so... Yeah, it's very wonderful that there's so much out there for people. Don't give up. And right. don't think you can't do this. I have a really horrible before picture that I still, I can't post it. It's so awful. I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to someday because it might speak to someone. But I get really emotional when I think about that time and how bad it was. And you don't have to be that way. That's right. Well, Don't you're inspirational. Thank you, Jackie. And you are very inspirational and you've done a wonderful job of, you know, changing your life. And I'm sure many people around you. And one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the podcast is hopefully we can inspire others that, you know, you shouldn't give up. This journey has been 15 years for you now almost. And, um, you know, here you are being very successful. So I appreciate you being on our podcast and educating and empowering others how they can take care of their health. So I appreciate you for being on. Anyone that has a question, I am on Instagram. I am Jackie Jam and I'm on Facebook. I have an actual page called JJ by nature, which doesn't have a whole lot about eating. It's more about the nature side of things for me, but I'm going to start adding some eating you know, fueling your body with real food. So, absolutely. Yeah. If it doesn't rot, don't eat it. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's what I tell people. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, Jackie, I'm going to ask you one last question before we wind this podcast up. You already told us how to get a hold of you. So, um, what drives you? What, what, what's your passion? Well, would it be too audacious to say I want to live past 100 and feel good when I'm that age? Awesome. Not, yeah, not have to have, you know, a walker or walk different, like just be as an energetic as I am today. I think it's possible. I've seen it with my own eyes yep. of other people. And that's a legitimate goal because who knows what this world will look like by then. I want to see it. So right. and I want to right. help other people who feel stuck or, or I'm no expert. I'm just me. I'm just the regular person. Um, I'm a grandma, you know, I, we were talking, I'm talking with my, I call her my carnivore twin because we basically started in the same month of carnivore, um, Karen Miles, and uh, we were calling each other grandmas and, and we're like, but we're not elderly. <laughs> right. We're, 
we're fit grandmas. That's what we are. And I, oh, in all of this, I didn't even mention, I don't really exercise. I have not. I didn't lose this weight by exercising. I walk in my orchard. Um, I swim. I have a swimming pool and I love to swim and I bike ride, but not like, you know, I'm not like some bike racing dude out there. I'm just like, do, do, <laughs> no exercise mm -hmm. really. And I used to exercise like a fiend crazy. That's one of the things Kelly Hogan did. She was exercising herself to death, trying to lose weight like me i she I was like that's me that's what i was trying to do and nothing changed it nothing we always talk about that you cannot exercise your way out of a bad diet nope you can't that is true. That so is true. so if you're exercising and not losing weight guess what you've changed the diet <laughs> that's right absolutely right thank you for for sharing that so jackie you've been an inspiration today on our show and you've definitely made our goal of you know educating and empowering others about how to take care of their health um i really appreciate you being on and um you know thank you so much and i i want to keep following your journey because you said you're not done yet so you know let's please stay in touch awesome thanks sean yeah. i really appreciate the time yeah. So Monday with Health Solutions at 1230 to 1.30 uh, Pacific Standard Time, we will have Dr. Ryan Cole on. And Dr. Ryan Cole is in Idaho, and he is going to be discussing what what we did wrong in the COVID response, what we have learned and what we did wrong and what we could do better. So you don't want to miss him. Um, he is a pathologist uh, in Boise, Idaho, and I got to meet him a few weeks ago, and I'm super excited to have him on our podcast. So so tune in Monday, 1230 to 1. You've been listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching, and thank you, Jackie, for being on.